Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve sallallahu ve baraka ala ashrafil anbiya ve mursilin. Nubina Muhammed ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve sellema teslima kathira. Amma ba'd. Elhamdülillah. We have reached now the second to last chapter section of the chapter of Kitab al-Siyah and this is the chapter referring to Bab Siyam al-Tatawah so the chapter pertaining to the voluntary fasts it's the chapter regarding the voluntary fasts Al-Sheikh and Al-Sheikh Ubaid he mentions in relation to the voluntary, or relation to this affair of the voluntary actions, that this is from the tariqah of, of the fuqaha. It's from the mannerisms of the fuqaha that the chapters in relation to Tadawa, the chapters that relate to the voluntary actions, follow on from the chapters which discuss the faraid. And so no doubt this is no different here. So we have a discussion about the fara'id, we have a discussion about obligations, the obligatory actions. And thereafter, we have a discussion about the tatawa, yani the voluntary actions, right, the voluntary fasts. Jacob was the mention, فَمَا رَغِبَ النَّوَافِلِ قد يؤاخذ لأنه قد فتح الباب الشيطان As I mentioned that whoever desires other than Nawafil or leaves off the Nawafil the voluntary actions then he could be held accountable for that due to the fact that he has now opened his door to the shaitan. And so Nawafil, and his voluntary actions, you have voluntary actions where it relates to the Salah, the Siyam, and likewise Zakah. Right, voluntary acts. And so what is meant here by the one that desires Amr and Nawafil, i.e. that they give no attention to it whatsoever. And they may not give any importance to it. And so as a result of that, it may lead to them being in a scenario where they leave off the fara'id, eventually. Because they do not take heed of the importance of the nawafil, and the voluntary actions. And so thus it leads them to be in a scenario where they leave off the fara'id. It's always meant by it, open the door to the shaitan. So it's not necessarily a case that a person or the shaitan is going to come to an individual commanding him to leave off the wajibat. Now, command him to leave off the wajibat, anatul. Rather, what you find when it comes to the affair of Dalala, a person going astray, a person leading or leaving the straight path, is that it comes in, in increments and in stages. And from them is that it will come to them in this affair of uh, leaving off those that are from the mustahabbat, the voluntary actions, or highly recommended actions. Now, and so Ibn Qudam, rahimahullah, he mentions beginning. The after the Siyam, Siyam al-Dawood alayhi salam. So he mentions this Siyam al-Tadawah. The best fast is the fast of Dawood alayhi salam. And this is understood by way of, this is understood due to the hadith of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi salam, narrated by Abdullah ibn Amr. Where the Prophet stated, Sum 
يوما وأفتر يوما فلذلك الصيام داود وهو أفضل الصيام. As he mentions fast a day and then break the fast for a day, I fast one day and do not fast another day. And that indeed is the fast of Dawood. after the Siyam, it is the most virtuous of the fasts. فقلت إني أتيك الأفضل من ذلك. And so I stated, I, Abdullah bin Amr, I stated, I have the ability to do nothing better than that, even more than that. I have the ability to do more than that. فقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا أفضل من ذلك. And there's nothing which is more virtuous than that. So we understand from this narration that the most virtuous of fasts, I from the voluntary fast, is the fast of Dawood. And this is where the person fasts one day and breaks the fast another day. So they fast alternate days. Now they fast for alternate days. This is referred to as the fast of Dawood. So this is the first fast which is mentioned in relation to the voluntary fast. And no doubt, due to the fact that it carries so much virtue, this is why it's mentioned first amongst his voluntary fast. Thereafter, Bukhdaim was going to mention وَكَانَ يُسُومُ يَوْمُ يُفْتَرِيُمْ Now, وَأَفْتَ لَسِيَامْ بَعْلَ شَهْرُ رَمَضَانَ شَهْرُ اللَّهِ الَّذِي يَدْعُونَهُ مَحْرَّمٌ And the best of fast after the month of Ramadan is the fast which occurs in the month of the Shahrullah, which is referred to as the month of referred to as the month of Muharram. And so, here, Barakallahu Fikum, this is the month of Muharram, and this is due to the, that which is mentioned in the Hadith of Abi Huraira. Where the Prophet mentions after the Siyam, Ba'da Shahr Ramadan, Shahr Allah al Muharram. That the best of fasts after the fast of Ramadan is the Shahr Allah al Muharram. And this is the narration which is found in Abu Dawood, Tirmidhi. And Tirmidhi says that the hadith is Hassan. Tirmidhi mentions that this hadith is Hassan. So, Barakallahu Fikum Ikhwah. Ibn Qadawa mentions two things now at the beginning. The after the Siyam, the Siyam of Dawood. Then he says that after the Siyam of Ramadan is the Fasim of Muharram. How do you understand these two? Which one is better, essentially? It's mentioned. So the white, what's the mention of Muharram? The mention of Aftal as well? Taqsis. Taqsis? Taqsis bi Shahr Ramadan. Taqsis bi Ramadan. So the reason what is mentioned here is that as for the best of the fast Generally speaking, I told that the best of the fast, voluntary fast, is the fast of Dawood. In terms of the best month that the fast can occur in, after the month of Ramadan, that is referring to Muharram. Naam. And so this is the why the mention it has a mention of the month. I the month, the mention of the month here by Ibn Qudama, Tab'an, following on the mention of the word month within the hadith itself. And the best fast in the month, after the month of Ramadan is in the month of the month of Shahrullah Muharram.
Naam. So essentially, there is no ta'arut. Naam. There is no contradiction between the two. We're saying that the best the best time to fast, the best month to fast in is Muharram. However, the best fast for a person to do outside of the obligatory fast is the fast of Dawood. Naam. And the hadith is clear in that regard. Thereafter, Muqdan goes on to mention, وَمَا مِنْ أَيَامِ الْعَمْرَ صَالَ فِيهِمْ أَحَبَّ إِلَى اللَّهِ مِنْ عَشْرُ ذِي الْحِجَّةِ And there are no days in which righteous actions are done that are beloved to Allah more so than the ten days of the Hijjah. And so here, what is mentioned then is what is mentioned by Ibn Qadama is the Seagat al so it's mentioned generally And so Due to the fact that The Seeratul Umum is mentioned I generally is mentioned Then we understand that Anything from righteous actions Is entered within that Anything from righteous actions Is entered within that Now And so this is due to the hadith From the message of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Where he mentions there's no days in which righteous actions can be done that are more beloved to Allah than the ten days of the Hijjah. Now, and thereafter, he was asked, Ya Rasulullah, wala jihad fi sibirillah? And not even jihad fi sibirillah. Wala jihad fi sibirillah. And he says, well, not even I jihad fi sibidillah. Except for the man that goes out, I still seek him to fight jihad fi sibidillah with himself or his wealth. And doesn't return with anything outside of that. And this is a hadith narrated by Tirmidhi. And Tirmidhi mentions this hadith is Hassan al-Sahih. And so here we understand that the general understanding from this narration is that any righteous action which is done within these 10 days are beloved actions. And so among, the, among righteous actions is the actions of fasting. And so we do not say that, for example, the fasting is done within this month because it's a something which is specified from the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah Wasallam. For the person to, to fast. Naam. However, the reality is, is that due to the general mention of this month, or general mention of these days of this month, and also perform righteous actions in the days of this month, the person does so. Naam. Performing these righteous actions. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. And so there's the Jawaz. An encouragement for the person to fast within his bumps and allow Allah's best. Thereafter, <coughs> Ibn Qudam goes on to mention the Nas. When Sabah Ramadan, what Bahu besit in Mishawal, the Kaanna Masama the Hakullahu. And so thereafter, he mentions whoever fasts. Ramadan and thus follows it with six days for the month of Shawwal that is as if he has fasted the whole year this is uh, the exact nas of the text or the exact nas of the hadith as well the hadith narrated by Abu Ayyub in which he stated that the message of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqal man saamu Ramadan that whoever fasts for Ramadan and follows it with six days from Shawwal, then it's as if he has, has fasted the whole year in totality. And this is a hadith which is recorded by Muslim. And Abu Dawood, the Tirmidhi, the Tirmidhi mentioned that hadith with Hassan himself. Now, and so this, no doubt, is referring to the fast 
of uh, Shawwal, uh, the six days after Ramadan. So it's six days of the month of Shawwal. And what is understood from this is that whoever performs this particular action, whoever does this particular salir, then they attain the ajr of the fast of the whole year. They attain the ajr, they attain the reward as if they have fasted the whole year. And now, thereafter, when it comes to the affair of the, the fast, then the question is, arises, say for example, the individual has fast to make up, and he has the six days of Shabbat, then he wants to fast. What does he do in this scenario? So it's the fast to make up, but he has the six days of Shawwal to make up as well. Or to fast, rather. Right? It's to make up the fast. to make up the fast first. Because he has a whole month to do the six days. It's a whole month to do the six days. So you do the first, the obligatory precedence of the Nawab. So you do the obligatory first, which is the Qawwa, okay? And then after that? After that, you? Fast the six days. So, say for whatever reason he's reached uh, ten days left of Shabwan. Now, you can bear him. You can bear him. Okay. You can bear him. I mean, over Shabwan. You have to now ask me now, as the brother saying here that we can combine between the two of them. Now, from the beginning. So, say for example, the person, he has two days to make up for Ramadan. So, he fasts six days of Shawwal with the intent that the first two is his Qadha for Ramadan. I don't want to misrepresent the brother. Now, so he says two. Now, so you just say he can make jump between the two. So, yeah, the answer is somewhere between. <laughs> the answer is somewhere between. Allah Ta'ala knows best. Yeah, if the person has the ability to make up the fast and then fast Shawwal afterwards, then that's what they do. So, they have three days of fast to make up. And they have uh, six days of Shawwal. They, 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 they need to fast. Naam. To attain that reward. Then, and there's, a cent- and there's, for example, 20 days left of Shawwal. Then they fast those three days, make up the three days. And then they fast the six. Now, this was mentioned by Sheikh Omeh. That they, they, they separate between the two. Naam. So they don't make, they don't make jump with the, with the, the wajib with the nawafin in that regard. However, if now for whatever reason they, there's a degree of ta'khir and so there's not uh, as many days left for them to make up as well as fast shawwal. So for example, in this scenario, how many days would the person need? Nine. Nine. They need nine days. In the scenario we're mentioning. Because they would have three days of qadha and six days of shawwal. So they would need nine days. Let's say for example now, all he has left is the six. Naam. Then, as, as some of uh, mentioned, that those days, the first two days that he fasts, he fasts with the jam'aniyah. So he fasts with those with the intent of qadah, as well as that can be entered within his uh, intent of the, of, of the shawwal. However, the asl is that he separates between the two. The asl is that he separates between the two. He makes up the days first, and then he fasts his shawwal. If for whatever reason now he's found himself in a scenario, and it may be just, it shouldn't be from uh, uh, he's found himself in that scenario due to his own tafrit, Naam, so he's been lax with it. And so he's, if, if, or even worse, he's leaving it to the end with the intent so that he can make jam between the two. Naam, rather the us is that he separates between the two. Naam, if however, for whatever reason he's come to the scenario, he'll be doing tafrit. 
So it's not a case of he's been lax with it. But he's come to the, to the scenario where he doesn't have enough days to make up and to, to, in order for him to do the show while and to make up the days. Then he can fast uh, the days with intent, with the intent of uh, his show while as well. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. This is the course mentioned by uh, Sheikh al Sheikh Ubaid, as well as uh, Sheikh Ubaid. Now. What when it comes to, um, to Siyam Zawud? So the second day, he's allowed to start actually over this. After, after the fifth of Yeah, after the fifth of this, you cannot actually do Siyam and Bidot. But if he wants to combine both, so he's doing Siyam and Bidot six of Shawan. No. So can he actually do the same? No. Well, if he fasts, everyone understand the question? No. Now, the question being, if he tends to fast the fast of Dawood, and then obviously he's he's begun uh, Shawwal now. Can he fast the six of the six of the, uh, the fast of the, and the six of Shawwal? And the reality is, and Allah knows best, is that now he can make the jumpers in the two. Why? Because the narration in relation to the Shawwal is Am. Now the narration, the narration in relation to in, in relation to Shawwal is Am. He says, whoever fasts Ramadan, now, and then follows it with six of Shawwal, then it is if he's fasted the whole year. So it's followed it with six of, of, of Shawwal. So we understand from that that it's a, the narration is Am. So whoever fasts six days Nafilam of Shawwal, then they will attain that, that reward. So the person, Aqid, if he's going to fast the fast of Dawood, then he will attain those six days and attain them very quickly as well. Naam, because he's fasting one day on, one day off. Naam. So, in this scenario, then you can't be, do between, make jump between the two. Allah Ta'ala knows this. Similarly, similarly to when we understand, for example, the narration about uh, the Tahiyat al-Masjid. Tahiyat al-Masjid, we understand that the person should not, should not uh, sit down until what? Sarraka'atayn. Naam. The measure of the raka'atayn is am. So we understand that it doesn't have to be that the case where the person has to pray tahir to the masjid in order to sit down. Remember when the person comes into the masjid and he comes in and he and jama'ah. He comes in at the time of the jama'ah. And so he prays with the jama'ah. Now, And so by Zam he's going to pray with the jama'ah more than two. Two or more. Raka'ah. Because he's prayed that two and he's fulfilled that command of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is able to sit down at that point. Because due to the general statement of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi until he prays Raka'atin. The same thing applies here. Now, due to the general statement of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu mentioned that he follows the month of Ramadan with six, now six days, then if he follows that with six days and that six days includes his father Dawood, then he's, he's uh, inshallah, he's attained that reward based upon that narration. Um, so follow on from, from that question then. Follow on from that question. So he fast, he's fasted the, the month of Dawood. So what if now we said that the person, he's making up his fast, he has six days to make up, and he's up those six in Ramadan. Can we not say that he's, made, he's fasted the, the Shawwal? Because <coughs> he's fasted six days in Shawwal. So repeat. So... We said the general, the general hadith, remember we said the general hadith, the fast of Dawood can occur in, and it could fast six days of Ramadan, or six days of Shawwal, sorry. If now, for example, he has six days to make up from his fast of Ramadan, and he fasts all six of those days in Shawwal, has he not, has he not attained that reward of what is mentioned in the hadith? Go back to his near. No. Go back to his <coughs> But we're saying, but we now, because we're saying as well that uh, the, 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 the word in the hadith is general. It refers to optional. Yeah, general, uh, for voluntary fast. For any voluntary fast. And a voluntary fast. It's man, man, Ramadan, so it's not finished Ramadan. That's, that's, where, that's, that's the only way it is. Because mm. the narration mentions man, Ramadan. They have a fast Ramadan. But this individual essentially hasn't fasted Ramadan. Because he has six days left of Ramadan. 
So you cannot now say, okay, he's fasted Ramadan because there's still six days left, essentially for his Ramadan, his Ramadan fast. So you cannot now say that I fasted Ramadan and I'm doing these six days and it's a Shawwal. No, he still has six days of Ramadan left. Then after he can talk about the Shawwal. Does that make sense? Now, Barakallahu Fikum. Now, thereafter, it mentions. Now, woman, Siam Rum Ashura Kafala to Senna. Was Siam Yom Alpha Kafala to Senna Tain. And so, the Psalm of Ashura is Kafara. The expiation for a year, expiation of the sins for a year, the fast of Ashura. What is the Ashura? What is Ashura? Ashra Maharra, right? Tenth of Maharra. So the Yom Ashura is tenth of Maharra, and so the one that fasts the Ashura, then he has. This is kafara, naam, this is expiation for the period of a year. Whilst the one that, that fasts Arafah, then this is kafara for, or this expiation for two years. Naam, this is due to the hadith of Qatada and the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anahu Arafah, innahu ahtasibu. Allah and you kafiru sana and leti kablahu or sana leti baduhu. Wakal fi siyam al ashura in yahtazibu ala Allah and you kafiru sana and leti kablahu. A Krajo Muslim. And so we mentioned that as for the siyam of Yom Arafa, fasting of Yom Arafa, then this reward which is gained with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or that which is earned from Allah ta'ala. Is the expiation of the year prior and the year after. Expiation of the sins for the year prior and the year after. As for the Yom Ashura, then it's ex expiation for the year prior. And this is a narration which is recorded in Muslim. So, two points here. The first point, Barakallah Fikum, is. When we say the expiation of the sins, then what are we referring to? The minor sins. So we're talking about expiation of the sins and referring to the minor sins. Due to the fact that expiation of the major sins, how do you expiate for the major sins specifically? A wave of Tawbah. Now, likewise, so when the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he mentions, what may say, Hasana, Tamhuha, and follow. A bad deed with a good, for indeed it wipes it out. Now, what we understand from this is that follow a bad deed if it's from the minor sins with a good deed. For indeed it wipes it out. If it's from the minor sins, you follow it with any good deed. And it's an, and it, it, it's an action which wipes it out. If it's from the major sins, then you still follow it with a good deed, but that good deed is specific and that good deed is Tawbah Tamasuha. Now, so if it's a minor sin, you follow it generally with a, bad, with, a, with a good deed. You follow a bad deed with a good deed. If it's a major sin, then you follow that bad deed with Tawbah. So it's still with a good deed, but it's specific, Tawbah. Now, when we're referring to this fasting now, then expiation, as we've said, is that it's expiation of the minor sins. Expiation of the minor sins. And how do we get to differentiate between major sins and the minor sins? Major, major sins, you mean? Yeah, major sins. It's a major shirk. Major sin. Sins, yeah. Yeah, normally have a Prophet like when he wants about it, normally have a warning of punishment behind it. So, so major sins have the war, a warning or punishment ascribed to it. Punishment in the dunya or the akhirah? Both. Both. Now, if there's a specific punishment in the dunya or a punishment referred to in the akhirah. Likewise, as well with the major sins, is when it's an action where there's a la'an, now a curse, which is ascribed to it as well. Now, so that's the first point. 
in relation to the to the to the fast of uh, Arafah and Ashura. The second point is more specific to the fast of Ashur of of Arafah. Sorry. The second point is specific to the fast of Arafah. Then the question is now, how do we understand that the sins of the coming year or the sins after the Arafah are forgiven? Do we understand the main, do we understand the minor sins previously after are expiated? How can the sins of the next year be expiated? Does that mean now that the, that the servant, for example, he fasts the the day of Arafah, and thereafter he says, "Khalasana, I, I have a I have, I have a clean slate for the whole year because the whole year is expiated. He fasts the month of Arafah." Why? What are the reasons why he can't do that? Essentially, because he doesn't know if he's accepted or. First of all, he doesn't know if he's accepted. There's no if that 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 the fast next year is going to be accepted. And as well, what do we understand from this that the the sins of the next year are going to be expiated? What do we understand from that? Does it mean that it's generally expiated anyway? If he strives upon prayer, if he strives upon prayer, essentially mukin. My name is Kabira. My name is Kabira. We're saying as long as it's not major, major sin. But we would agree from the first point that we're talking about minor sin. Yeah. But he avoids the sin as lest he can go yes, to the sin. But what? Nah, he avoids it. That's the closest part. He avoids it. But what is meant by it says it had been expiated for him then? In terms of avoiding it. But essentially, no, no. Essentially, the the individual is granted the tawfiq to avoid to avoid the falling into a degree of certain sins for the next coming year as well. So he's aided in terms of not falling into the sins for the next coming year. It doesn't mean they don't fall into sins at all, but he's aided in regards to. Some of his sins, some, this is what I have mentioned and explained it to me. That for that next coming year, when it comes to the falling into sins, he's aided in, in regards to the ishtinab al So he's aided when it comes to avoiding falling into these sins. Allah Ta'ala knows best. Thereafter, it mentions And it's not. Recommended that the one at Arafah fasts. So it's not recommended that the one at Arafah fasts. So what is meant by that? It's not recommended that the one at Arafah fasts. No, because he's performing Hajj. So whilst a person is performing Hajj, it's not recommended that he performs Hajj whilst fasting as well. Now. <coughs> Thereafter, mention we used to have the siyam ayam al bayt, and it is recommend that the person fasts the white days. Naam, the person fasts the white days. I know white days are what. Thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth of. Each given month now, each given month, and this is due to the hadith of Abu Huraira, where he mentions Osani Khalili Rasulullah sallallahu So my close companion, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, advised him with free. I saw advising with three fasting three days from every month performing the rakate of duha and performing the salat al-witr before I sleep. Now, 
And so, these are those 50 days of the, the ayam of the beads. Why are they referred to as the white days? Now, full moon and so, is where the moon is there. Whitest, it appears the whitest. Now, thereafter, it mentions where Mustahab, Siyam, or his name, Wal Khamis. So it's permissible and it's, uh, it's, it's encouraged as well that the person fasts Yom Ifnain and Yom Al Khamis. So fasting Mondays and Thursdays. Now, Um, this is based upon the hadith of Osama ibn Zayd. Hadith of Osama ibn Zayd and the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Kani sum al-ithnayn wal-khamis The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to on Mondays and Thursdays. Fasu'i al-abdalik And he was asked about it. فقال إن عمال الناس تؤرد يوم الاثنين ويوم الخميس. That the actions of the people are brought forth on the Mondays and the Thursdays. Now, thereafter, it goes on to mention وصائم المتطوع عمير نفسه. أمير نفسه إن شاء صوم وإن شاء صام وإن شاء أفطر ولا قضاء عليه and so as for the one that is fasting now what does he fast and he is in uh, he has authority over his own self if he intends and if he wants he may fast and if he intends or wants then he may break that fast. And it's not there's nothing for him to make up. Now why? Because he has choice in that regard. There's no something which is now said it's upon him. And so this action in referring to this Totoa idolatry action, then the person has the authority to fast or not. And this is something which is general when it comes to Tetowah. This is something general when it comes to the voluntary actions. Now, that the voluntary action, the person has the right to do the action or to stop. Now. But if it was a voluntary but at the same time it was nothing? Then it's not voluntary anymore. If it's nothing, yeah. if it's action which is mandur, that person made a vow, yeah. then it's no longer voluntary. It's wajib. Aujabal amla nafsi. Because now he's made an obligation upon himself by way of nothing. So it's no longer voluntary. No longer voluntary. Now. Now. And so, now, uh, so, with regards to voluntary actions, the person is has a choice. So, for example, the person is praying uh, the raka'atayn after after Isha, Rafalan. But that's al Hajjah, there's a need, and he, and he breaks the salah and he leaves. Halikul Shay Ali? Is there anything upon him? No. No, because he has a point, the, the choice to pray that or not. Likewise, the person is fasting Monday. And then, for whatever reason, he decides to break that fast. Now, is there anything upon him? So, this is the general rule. What is the exception to that rule? <coughs> when you have a voluntary act and a person has to complete it to the end. The vow, this is a revelation of vow, but the vow, once, the, once you make the vow, it's no longer voluntary. So you've made the vow, you've made an obligation upon yourself now with that vow. That's, 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 the, that's the point of the vow. The vow has made an action which was not, wasn't, wasn't actually an obligation upon you and it's changed your obligation. I'm, saying, I'm talking about now an action which was, which remains a, uh, a voluntary action, but it must be completed once started. And making a vow, is it 
Yeah, so it's something that you say within yourself that you that you, that you swear that you go to you the to Yeah, yeah, you make that vow. Repeat the question. No. So generally speaking, the general rule is that if it's a voluntary action, then the person has a choice whether to do it or not, even after they started it, right? However, there's an exception to that. What is the exception? What is the action that once started that has to be completed, even if it's, even though it's voluntary? Um, when it comes to hadith. When it comes to? Hadith. Al-Hadith. Al-Hadith. Umrah. Al-Hadith, Al-Umrah. Close. Then <coughs> Umrah. Hajj. Hajj. Hajj, okay. And the words of Hajj, voluntary. After the first one. After the first one. So a person performing Hajj as a voluntary Hajj now. He's done the, he's done the Hajj, what we refer to as Hajj of Islam. He's done his Hajj of Islam. And now he's doing the voluntary Hajj. He cannot now start the Hajj and then after Arafah says, you know, I don't want to do the rest of the Manasik. Naam. He must complete all the Manasik of Hajj. Once he's, once he's begun. Naam. So this is the only exception to that. Naam. And so here the Bukhara mentions Likewise all Tatawa Actions of voluntary action Except for Hajj and Umrah And so it's important It's upon the person that the person completes The Hajj and Umrah <coughs> as well as making up now I'm making up that which they have missed from those actions thereafter it mentions Wanaha Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and so the message of Allah Sallallahu he prohibited the fast for the two days, i.e. the fast of Fitr, and Eid al-Fitr, or Eid al-Atha. Likewise, he prohibited the fast in Ayyam al-Tashriq. Ayyam al-Tashriq. his days, from the days of Hajj. Ayyam al-Tashriq and the days of Hajj. Illa annahu rakhasa fi sawmiha Except that for the one that's performing Hajj al this is, this is uh, authorized for him and this is, this is permitted for him if he does not file the Hadith, if he doesn't have uh, a slaughter. Now, and then finally, he mentions Walayat al Qadr. And as for later to the Qadr, then it is from the odd nights from the last ten of Ramadan. And this is due to the hadith of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, where he mentions Il Tamisuha fi Ashul Awakir fi Kulli Witrim. Yet he seek it out from the last ten from amongst all of the or from amongst all of the odd nights. This is a hadith which is Mutafakan Ali. <coughs> that concludes Alhamdulillah this chapter referring to the Tatawa. The salah uh, the the fast which is the Tatawa. Quickly uh, I want to just conclude this uh Kitab of Siyam. So we'll go through the the last chapter Briefly, inshallah, mention some of the masail briefly from this last chapter, and that's the chapter referring to the etikaf. Now, chapter referring to etikaf. And Muqaddam mentions, "Rahimahullah, wa huwa al-luzum al-masad al-masjid li ta'ati Allah Taala fi." 
So it is the one that attends the masjid and staying with the masjid Naam as an action of obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uwa sunnah la yajibu illa bin nafi. And it is an action of sunnah. It is mustahab. And it does not become an obligation except with the nafi. Right, except with the vowels we discussed earlier. Wa yusihu min al-mar'a fi kulli masjid. And it is permissible for the mara, for a woman to do the itikaf in any of the masajid. Naam. Before that, barakalafi, the word itikaf, in terms of definition, itikaf in terms of definition, linguistically refers to habs ala shaykh. When a person is restricted to one particular thing. Now I'm almost enclosed with one particular thing. And the itikaf in terms of the, the meaning, in terms, of, in terms of legislation, is habs al mar nafsahu fil masjid ta'atan lillahi azawajah. Is where the person. Naam, withholds them and withholds themselves within the masajid, within the masjid, as an action of obedience to Allah Azza wa Jal. So, thereafter, we mentioned, Ibn Qudama mentions, وَيُسِحْ مِنْ مَرْعَى فِي كُلِّ مَسْجِدٍ وَلَا يُسِحْ مِنَ الرَّجُلْ إِلَّا فِي مَسْجِدٍ تُقَامْ فِيهِ الْجَمَاعَةِ And so, it mentions, that it is permissible, permissible, sorry, for a woman to perform the tikaf in any masjid. Naam, any, anywhere that is regarded as being a masjid. As for the man, then it is not permissible for him to do the tikaf except for the masjid in where the salat al jama'ah is, is performed. And he performs the itikaf in the masjid where the Jum'ah is performed. This is even better. So, why is the differentiation made, Barakalafiqa? Why is the difference made between the man and the woman in this regard? He's halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, for praying in the Jama'ah, they don't have to. No, no, it's not obligation upon the woman to pray the Jama'ah. So now we cannot say that, for example, the man is obligation for him to pray the Jama'ah, but now for the, for the sake of Etikaf, he's going to go and go to a place where there's no Jama'ah established. Now, he's still rather, if he's going to establish the Jama'ah, he should establish the Jama'ah in, in Etikaf as well, even more so. Thereafter, it mentions, ma'am, and if the message performs Jum'ah, then even better. Ma'am, this is due to the fact that what you find, generally you don't really find it here in the UK, but what you find in some of the Muslim lands is that not every single masjid will pray Jum'ah. Ma'am, not every single masjid will pray Jum'ah. So you have, for example, in the, in the neighbourhood, you may have up to maybe 20, 30 masajid. But a lot of the masajid may be small masajid, where... The Salat al-Jama'ah generally is established there. However, there's a bigger masjid within that. There's a large masjid, or one or two large masjid, uh, within that area where the Salat al-Jama'ah is established as well. And the Salat al-Jama'ah is established there, along with the Salat al-Jama'ah. And so, uh, it's the case that when here is mentioning that it's better for, to establish the Salat where the Salat al-Jama'ah is established, it's due to the fact that it's not the case that every single masjid prays Salatul Jum'ah. Naam. Not every single masjid prays Salatul Jum'ah. وَمَنْ نَذَرَ اَتِكَافُ وَالصَّلَاةِ فِي مَسْجِدِ فَلَهُ فِعْلَ ذَلِكَ Naam. فِي غَيْرِهِ 
Naam, illa al-masajid al-thalath. And so whoever's made the vow, Naam, to perform the itikaf, Naam, to perform the itikaf and the salah in the masjid, then he has the ability to perform itikaf and the salah in any masjid. No, I mean, it doesn't, it's not something which is specified. So, for example, someone says that I'm going to perform, he makes the vow that he's going to perform in Tikaf, in Merkah Salafi, Manchester. Naam. The Lord Haraj, there's no harm for him to say, for him to actually perform it in Masjid Abi Huraira Stoke, for example. So, and so this vow, the vow is attached to the action itself. And not to the place. So the vows attached to the action, which is the etikaf and the salah, and not the place. The Prophet, as long as the person fulfills the etikaf and the salah, then they can perform it anywhere. Except in the example of Falaf the Masajid. Except in the example of the free Masajid, referring to which, which of the Masajid? Now, Mecca, Medina, and Masjid Aqsa. And so, Ibn Qudam goes on to mention Ibn Tafsir in detail. For if they never fill the masjid al haram, lazimah. And so if the person makes a vow to perform the itikaf in masjid al haram, then it's now an obligation, it's binding upon him to perform the itikaf in masjid al haram. Naam, in Mecca. So he makes a vow to perform the itikaf in masjid al haram in Mecca, it's binding upon him to perform the itikaf in masjid al haram in Mecca. والنذر في المسجد المدينة فله فعله في المسجد الحرام نعم and if the person makes the vow to perform the itikaf in المسجد النبوي يعني المسجد المدينة then he has the ability to perform it in the مسجد الحرام as well why In Rashid al-Haram, has great, greater virtue. So the, if the person has made the vow to perform, to perform the etikaf in a particular place, he cannot perform it anywhere which is lesser in virtue. Naam. And so, if he makes a vow to perform in Rashid al-Haram, there's no masjid which is greater in virtue. So he can't go anywhere other than Rashid al-Haram. He's bound by that vow now. If he makes a vow to perform it in Rashid al-Nabri in Medina, then he has to perform in Masjid al-Medina except if he performs it where? Masjid al-Haram. Naam, because he has the ability to do that. Because there is one other place that carries more virtue. Likewise as well, if the person makes another, makes a vow to perform the itikaf in Masjid al-Aqsa, then he has the ability to perform it either in Aqsa or the other two previously mentioned. Masjid al-Haram, or the Masjid al-Nabi. Make sense? Yeah. Thereafter, we have the Mas'ala as well of whether it is permissible to perform the itikaf at all except within these three masajid. Because you have the narration <coughs> where it mentions la itikaf illa fi filaf masajid. There is no itikaf except within these three Masajid. Naam. And so, if you were to take that narration as upon that which is literal, then we'd understand that uh, a person can only perform it to kaf in, except in, in Masjid Haram, Masjid Nabwi, and Masjid Aqsa. So, however, Shaykh Rahimahullah, he mentions that the first point is that there is some discussion about the Sihha of the Hadith. Regarding the uh, authenticity of the hadith. And so, some of the mentioned that the narration itself has some da'af within it, has some weakness within it. He goes on to mention, Rahimahullah, that even if we were to say that the narration is sahih, then we would not now say that the one that performs intikaf can only perform with his free masajid. Rather, what is understood from this wording is that the fadl, there's greater fadl within his free masajid. So, referring to the itikaf, there's greater fadl with these three masajid. And the fact that the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
But it's just lying to Kafiyani, illa fi falaq, if it's mentioned, if you if ascribe that to him, alayhi salatu salam, then this does not now mean al etalaq, that is in the absolute sense, that there's no etikaf whatsoever. So, who can think of another example like that, where the Prophet says something, so there's no something, but it doesn't mean absolutely. Rukhiyah. Right, Rukhiyah now. Except for Rukhi now. For example, we don't say that's absolute. Likewise, as well, the narration where it mentions La Hijra to Ba'd al Fat. There's no Hijra after Fat. And there's no Hijra after Fat Hamaka. Now, it's not an absolute meaning. Rather, what is meant in this narration that there's no Hijra from Mecca to Medina after Fat Hamaka. Now. Nah, <laughs> So where the, the the wording may say la there's not and make a negation, but it's not absolute negation, and there's something which is concealed in terms of a further meaning as well. And so in terms of this uh, this narration here, where there's la etikaf, no etikaf, then it's not referring to the meaning that there's no absolute absolutely no etikaf, but we're talking about father, referring to virtue in this narration. Allah Taala knows best. Now. Thereafter, Muqdami goes into mission which is to have the Mu'taqif al-Ishtigal bi-fi'l al-Qurb bi-fi'l al-Qurb wa-ishtidab ma la yu'inuhu min qawli wa-fi'l As though was also regarded as being recommended for the one that is in Al-Tiqaf is that they busy themselves with actions of growing nearer to Allah and avoiding the staying away from that which does not aid them, whether it be speech or action. And he does not leave the masjid except for something which is a must. So something which he, he must do, and so in this scenario he may leave the masjid. Now, so, for example now, the person, if he's made that decision to make a tikaf, he should not just leave for any reason. Now, it's not re- leave for just any reason. Now, likewise, goes the mention, Wala yibash imra'atuhu, and he should not engage in any form of marital relation with his wife. When sa'al an al marid, wa ghayrihi fa tariqi, walam. You And so if for example he's asked about an individual that is sick, Naam, however he does not go to visit him. Does not go to visit him, then this is permissible. This is permissible. It's sufficient, as mentioned by Sheikh and Sheikh Obed, it's sufficient that he asks about him. In that regard, because now he's busy with this affair of Tikaf, so it's missile that he asks about him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. For Barakallahu Fikum, Jazakum Akhir, and that concludes, alhamdulillah, the, the chapter regarding the fasting. Alhamdulillah, uh, concludes what we wish to discuss from this, uh, from this particular chapter as well. And insha'Allah ta'ala. Uh, when we come back to these lessons which will be after Ramadan, inshallah, 
Today we'll begin with Kitab al-Salah, we'll continue and begin with Kitab al-Salah. Barakallahu feekum, jazakum wa khaira, wa sallallahu wa barak, ala nabina Muhammad, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. When you mentioned about when you have to complete a voluntary action, you said the Hajj or the Umrah, how about when you face the condition upon yourself to be excused if you, if you can't do it? You place a condition upon yourself <coughs> to be excused from the Umrah if you can't complete it. No. Um, if you face, if you face, if you mention this particular du'a, the last I know best, and then you can say that the person is excused, but this is the, not the asal of the affair. The asal of the affair is that the person must complete it. If, for example, now they've placed that condition that rather regarding that they won't be able to complete it, if they don't have no excuse, there's nothing upon them, then this is uh, in addition to that origin. If that makes sense, the origin is that they have to complete it once they started. No. Wow. Alaikum. You know, when it comes to the woman, when it, uh, she missed out the last 10 days. If, if the woman list, missed the last 10 days of Ramadan, yeah. until she doesn't fast the last 10 days. Yeah. yeah. She, was she considered as though she caught the Lilith? Uh, so she missed the last 10 days. I uh, said so she wasn't able to pray the last 10 days. <laughs> Can we say that she would have caught ladies of Qadr? She could have still caught, she could have still done actions of virtue even these, these days. But of course it can't be said that now she's prayed in those she prayed to the Salah in those days or she fasted uh, or later Qadr is a lady anyway. But she could, it could not be said that she uh, fasted or sorry prayed that night because she, the reality she didn't pray that night. And um, this is some of the explanation as well. Where the Prophet mentioned in relation to the woman that they are nakasat in deen and akal. That they have deficiency in deen and akal. The relation to the, the naks in deen is due to the fact that due to them maybe missing certain actions of ibadah, there's a naks in them, there's a, there's a deficiency in terms of deen. And this is an example of that, where maybe it may be a case that due to a naks that they miss. The uh, the 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 form in a slide later. However, they can still do actions of virtue in this. In this line. Hello. Hello. No. Um, when you mentioned that you could start the uh, fast of Dawood after Eid and com- combine it into six days. Yes. Did you say that you have to make the intention for both? Essentially, what's apparent. You, you, would, you don't actually have to make the intention because you fast six days. Does that make sense? So you fast six days and as well you fasted uh, a fast which is better than the six days. So for most apparent, because the wording is general, you would have attained the reward of that and allowed time was best. No. So you don't have to make the jump between the... The same for Tahir Masjid as well, yeah. Now, as long as you've done the action of praying two or more, whatever the case may be at that time, then you you uh, are able to sit down in the Masjid. Is there, is there a punishment linked with the Tahir uh, prayer for Qatim for the Masjid? Is there a punishment linked to the one that doesn't, doesn't pray? No, not, not that I'm aware of. There's not a particular punishment linked to it. However, uh, we do. Uh, we are aware of the obviously the the command of Allah to do so, even in the narration where he was upon the minbar, and this when the person sit down, he commanded him in the middle of khutbah to to stand. So we know that it's, it's uh, the 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 praying of the tahiyat masjid is one which is uh, the one shouldn't have any uh, um, knocks in that regard or have any tafrit in that regard. Be lax with it, Allah knows best, because it's so encouraged and it's so commanded. With. But in terms of a specific uh, punishment, then no. No punishment as mentioned yeah. for the for committing a minor sin and then doing a good deed after, how does that work? Do you do a little bit of carry after within a set period of time or 
this is generally speaking that the next action we should do should be a, a righteous action. Next action. Yeah. So that phrase to the council. To the council, you could uh, a general remembrance of Allah is the, the, the narration of the general. Alhamdulillah. So a person, imagine for example, a person does an action and they catch themselves doing it, they fall into the perfection of falling into something. Yeah. And then, uh, example, is that the person, they catch themselves not lowering the gaze. No. And uh, thereafter, they, they seek to do something right. So when they give sadaqah or they pray, they're too like, I don't know. Words of remembrance upon the tongue. And if you die, should be your next action. That should be your next action now. Direct next action. Allah knows best. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Ye